0: The Holy Gospel, according to St. Mark, the first chapter. The beginning of the good news of Jesus Christ, the Son of God. As it is written in the prophet Isaiah See, I am sending my messenger ahead of you who will prepare your way. The voice of one crying out in the wilderness. Prepare the way of the Lord. Make his paths straight. John the baptizer appeared in the wilderness, proclaiming a baptism of repentance for the forgiveness of sins. And people from the whole Judean countryside and all the people of Jerusalem were going out to him and were baptized by him in the river Jordan, confessing their sins. Now John was clothed with camel's hair, With a leather belt around his waist, he ate locusts and wild honey. He proclaimed, The one who is more powerful than I am is coming after me. I am not worthy to stoop down and untie the thong of his sandals. I have baptized you with water, but he will baptize you with the Holy Spirit, the gospel of the Lord. You may be seated, and the children may come forward for a children's sermon. Good morning. morning. How are you? Good. That's good. I am. Every time. That's okay. I am too. I have got a question for you. Have you ever learned how to do something that's new to you? Yeah? What are some of the things you learn how to do? Um roller skating. Oh, roller skating. That's kind of difficult. Did you fall down ever? Oh, <laughs> a few times. Huh? <laughs> yeah. What else? Yes? Swimming in the deep end of the pool. Ooh, swimming in the deep end of the pool. How'd that go for you? It went okay. Went okay. All right. Did you have to practice for a little bit? All right. What else? Building Lego sets. Building Lego sets. Yeah, your first one's a little bit weird. Do they get easier as you go? Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Uh, Learning how to pogo stick. Ooh, learning how to pogo stick. I don't think I ever learned that. How'd it go for you? The first time was kind of... Yeah. You kind of fall off a lot at the beginning, don't you? Yeah. Now, for all of these things and more, how many of you taught yourself how to do that? Yeah? How many of you had help? Some of the same people, okay. When we have help... When we have somebody there who's done it before and kind of knows what's going on, it's a little bit easier, isn't it? Yeah. Last week in our gospel, we heard that even while heaven and earth change, everything around us can change. God is there with us, making sure that it's good. And here today in our text, we have the very beginning of Mark's gospel. And do you know how he starts it? The beginning of the good news of Jesus Christ, the Son of God. And then, and then, instead of telling a Christmas story, instead of telling the story about Jesus being born, instead of telling a story about way back in the beginning of creation, Mark starts the story by telling us that we're going to be changed That things are going to be different. That heaven and earth might change all around us. But God will be there. In every portion of life. Whether you're learning how to pogo stick or roller skate. Or even when you're learning how to be the Christian that you feel like you should be. Learning how to be the Christian that God wants you to be. God will be there. God's done it before. God knows what this is about. God will help you and keep you and teach you in your church and in your everyday life. Can everybody look right here? God is with you. Always. just wanted you to get that. Okay. Can we say a prayer? Let us pray. God, on this Sunday we give you thanks. We give you thanks for dwelling with us, for living each day with us, and with all your people around the world. We ask that as we go about our lives, that as we learn, and as we live and grow, you might be with us helping us to learn how to be more and more like you every day when it's hard giving us strength and courage and when we fall off the pogo stick sometimes forgiving us. Thank you for being a God that's beside us as we learn. In your name we pray. Amen. Amen. <coughs> Here you Oh. Thank you. yeah you're welcome in the name of Jesus amen last week We began our Advent journey with the paintings, with the reflections of the confirmation class that we do cooperatively with the rest of the congregations in the area. You'll see these paintings displayed throughout our worship space. The prompt for these paintings, the prompt for these reflections, was to draw, Joey is groaning, he's one of the artists, (laughs) was to draw where you saw God in everyday life. It's a way of digesting the work that we've been doing in confirmation and also in reflecting on how this faith that we are confirming is lived out in everyday life. Last week we had not the beginning of Mark, but kind of towards the end of Mark in the gospel, where Jesus had three really tough lines for us. That the generation he was speaking to and speaks to will not pass away. That heaven and earth will pass away and that Christ's words will not pass away. And in the midst of this seemingly impossible thing, we realized that God indeed is with us. That even as heaven and earth, heaven and earth, the most important things to us that we live, thrive, and survive in, as heaven and earth are changed to bend towards those in need, bend towards justice, bend towards God's will for God's people, that God would not forsake us in those motions. That we would indeed come to see what God is doing as good. And so we received the same work that the Confirmation class had, in our Advent journey, we too were to reflect on where we see God in our everyday lives. And our journey continues today. Today, here in the beginning of Mark's Gospel, we have Mark, and he makes very specific selections for what he's going to do to bring us the good news of Jesus Christ, the Son of God. And he begins with a calling. He doesn't begin with shepherds keeping watch over their flocks by night. He doesn't begin with the Annunciation with Mary. He doesn't begin with Elizabeth and the birth of John the Baptist. He begins in the middle of it all. Which is a weird place for a beginning. No one's being born. Nothing's being new. We just have some weird guy not in the center of power, not in the center of town, way out by the Jordan. Not dressing like everyone else and certainly not looking like everyone else. Camel's hair, leather belt, locusts and honey. And in this, we have our beginning. John the Baptist calls people to a baptism of repentance for the forgiveness of sins. In essence, John the Baptist is calling people in their lives as they know the world to change, to turn back towards God. And that is the second motion of our Advent journey. To reflect on the paintings that we have been composing Whether they are in our minds or in our hearts or perhaps even on canvas to reflect in these motions on where God is and to ask what's changing? How am I changing? What's moving? How am I moving? There's different ways that we can take this and you see that kind of in these paintings. For some John the Baptist's calling is a global one. A global one. After all, all the Judean countryside and all of Jerusalem is coming out to this baptism. It's not just a few people. It's everybody. Now, I doubt that literally everyone in Jerusalem came out and was baptized, but wasn't there. I don't know. But there were Numbers and numbers of people coming out to this space, not just one or two at a time. And so, in this, in some of these pictures, we see this understanding. We see nearly a good portion of our universe reflected in some of this. We see people who are drawing entire states superimposed with the cross. We see Trees representative not just of specific three trees, but we see our region, our economy, our way of life. These things, the world and all that is in our government, our livelihood. In these things, repent. That hits a little bit closer to home. And yet also, John's call is an individual one. One to reflect on your own self, your own life, your own actions, the work of your hands. And in that, to know that when God changes heaven and earth, God is not ignoring you. God is not oblivious of what you're doing. In fact, John's message is that we have a part to play. In the kingdom of God, draw near. We are not simply witnesses to this work, but we are called to be active participants in it. Repent. To turn change. This can feel like a heavy load. This can feel like something that isn't quite, that we're not quite up to the task. This can feel like something that we will certainly and indeed fail on. That the world has had a habit of failing in generation, generation after generation. And yet here in a sneaky little way Mark seeks to bring us hope. This is the beginning of the good news of Jesus Christ, the Son of God. We are always a resurrection people. And we know, we know that the world did not dramatically change with, Mark's, or with John the Baptist's baptism, we know that people were still not quite getting the kingdom of God and its understanding. We know that this generation, while there will be plenty of preaching on this Sunday and every Sunday, may not come exactly to the point of understanding with what God's kingdom of God might look like. But there is and always will be love and grace and forgiveness not because you have answered the questions correctly and not because you have built the kingdom with your own hands but because that is what it means for the world to be turned upside down for those who have not earned to be given for those who have no right to have the kingdom of God In terms of the things that we know, it's just the things that they ought to be. As you look in the world globally and personally, reflect on what the kingdom of God is and what this world ought to be. Not by your standards. Not by mine. But by God's. Know this. As you go on your Advent journey, God already loves you. God already has grace for you. You are invited to this as gift. Engage it as a present. Amen.